So who would have thought that the first wrestling cards ever produced by WCW would be in a board game? No, not in an official trading card release, not in packs, not in boxes. Well, unless you bought this box, which had the board game in it. But even though this is right in the middle of the junk wax era, WCW still couldn't put out trading card packs. Typical WCW, right? Welcome to the Wrestling With Cards podcast. I'm your host, Zan Morning. You can check me out on all of our social. Today, we're looking at the 1990 WCW Slammarama wrestling cards. This was a board game that involved wrestling characters and cards and card mechanics. The game was produced by International Games in 1990. This game includes 12 of WCW's biggest names at the time, Arn Anderson, Brian Pillman, Lex Luger, Sting, Ric Flair, and the Steiner Brothers, just to name a few. Each wrestler has four different cards per box or per game. Each card has the same picture and bio for each wrestler represented. So if you look at the Ric Flair card, it's going to say the same thing on every one of his cards. The only variation that there is is on the back of the card. Each card has four different game mechanics represented on each card. So those will vary. Those mechanics are drop kick, body slam, press, and pin. Similar to the 1997 Cardinal trivia games I talked about in the last episode, I didn't play this game either. So I just wanted the cards. I haven't ever played the game. If you guys have played the game, let me know on social, reach out, tag me. Let me know what this game's all about. At the time of the original recording of the video I did, which if you haven't already, go back and check out my YouTube channel of the same name, Wrestling With Cards, which you'll get a visual version of this episode with different information. But at that time, I hadn't seen a lot come out. At the time of recording this podcast, I have seen a lot more surface. From what I have seen, they aren't that expensive, which is kind of surprising considering the increase in wrestling card market popularity, especially the oddball board game releases or food releases. I'm not sure if people have been sitting on these. They saw that the market was picking up. They put them out for sale, and now the market's kind of flooded with the supply. I say flooded because there just there still aren't many out there in the grand scheme of things. Again, though, wrestling, compared to practically every other type of trading card, has a fraction of the production levels. So when I say flooded, that might mean, you know, a few hundred, as to where in most other spaces of trading cards, when they say flooded, they're talking thousands. I do see some opportunity currently with these cards, but which cards should you buy? What cards are good? What card art on the back of these cards is the more valuable one to own? What cards will have value in the future? And now a quick word from our sponsors. And let's get back into the show. Normally on these shows, I like to give a top five cards in the set. But for this set specifically, I'm going to give my top five key cards in the set. And again, before I get into any of these, the reason I think these five cards have opportunity going forward are for three main reasons. One, the price. These are all still way too cheap in the grand scheme of things within the hobby. Number two, these are names that people are going to know and they're going to recognize. And number three, they're from a board game release, which is even more obscure 
than with lower print runs in the wrestling card space that you would get in packs. So, you know, if you could find, I'm just going to make up numbers here. Let's say a card has a production run of 10,000 in wrestling, which is not very many. Again, when you see like, you know, the amount of sports cards floating around there, but in a board game, you know, you may be cutting that 10,000 into, you know, a third and eighth, something like that there. And we don't have any set number of how many of these were released. But when you look into food product cards, gaming cards, stuff like that, it just takes the obscure category of wrestling cards and makes it even lower of a print run. Everything I just said, all that adds up to solid plays in my opinion. But before we get into those cards, just a few show notes. If you haven't already checked out the other podcast I'm involved with, Worlds Collide, where I team up with Tony Vela from WrestlingTradingCards.com and we discuss all things wrestling cards from two different YouTube personalities. So you get different opinions. Also, if you really want to help support the show, make sure to go into the show notes and check out Wrestling With Cards on Patreon, where you can get the unedited video version of this show, as well as early content, patron-exclusive content, and ways that you can help steer the show of the content going forward. You know, if there's certain videos you'd like to see, you'd like to vote on things, etc. So that's the best way to support the show, to keep it going, if you so choose. Now let's get into the five key cards I see in this 1990 WCW Wonderama set. Card number five, Sting. This is the first WCW card featuring Sting. No, it's not a rookie card, but you could look at this still as a first card. For those of you who collect basketball or are familiar with basketball, you could compare this to the first LeBron optic card, the first LeBron prism card, or his first card in a Lakers uniform, etc. People are always chasing that first card of something. So this would be the first WCW Sting card. Probably my favorite card personally in this set, just with the iconic image of Sting with his face paint and his fists, just ready to, ready to wrestle. Card number four, Ric Flair. Similar thing here to the Sting card, as this is Rick's first official WCW card. Not the greatest card image used here of Rick, but it's Ric Flair, so you really can't go wrong. Card number three, Sid Vicious. This is Sid's first ever card, to my knowledge, so I guess you could consider this a rookie card. Great photo used on this card. I've always been a huge fan of Sid because he makes me believe he makes me believe that he is real and intimidating and what he is doing in the ring is real. There's just not enough of that in modern day wrestling. You know, we see a lot of physicality, acrobatics and such, but we see them waiting on moves. Sid makes you believe that what he's doing is real. Sorry, I'll get off my soapbox. Card number two, Scott Steiner. This is the first card of Scott Steiner. So again, this could be considered a rookie card. Not the greatest image used of Scott on this card, but again, it's his first card and there's some value in that. Just as a side note, his brother Rick had a card in the NWA Wonderama set in 1988, which is his first card. And the first Steiner Brothers card featuring both of them together wouldn't come until the following year after this board game, 1991, in the WCW marketing set. And I believe there was one in the Impel set as well. And speaking of that set, the number one key card in this set is Flying Brian Pillman. Everyone loves Brian Pillman, always loved his work. Oh, everyone always looks back to 
you know, opening Nitro with him and Jushin Thunder Liger just setting the tone. And then, of course, the loose cannon gimmick. The thing with this card, though, is this this is his first wrestling card. Now, many in the wrestling card community want to call foul on this. Some want to consider his 91 championship marketing his rookie. Others want to say it's his 1991 Impel is the rookie. While others say, no, actually, his first card is the 1986 Jogo CFL football card. Well, I'm sorry, but the facts that I'm representing today state that this is his first ever wrestling card, so you can't deny it based on the facts on the date it was printed, as I mentioned. That being said, though, this is not his first overall card. Like I said, he had the CFL, so people can say what they want to say. They do that with The Rock. This rookie card debate is always, you know, it never ends. But that's why I don't get too caught up in the rookie card debate. I just like to put the information out there for you and let you or let the market decide. Just buy cool cards. Thanks again for checking out the show today. Hopefully I brought you some value. Hopefully you want to go out and check out these 1990 WCW cards. If you can find a Slammerama box, might as well get it. Slab it up, see what you can do with it. I think these are all great cards. Like I said, oddball cards are always fantastic, whether they're coming in board games, food, uh, magazines, etc. Just get them all, add them all to your collection. They're fantastic. Make sure to subscribe to the show. Spread it all over social media. It's one of the best ways to get new listeners. Leave me a review if you really dig it. Don't forget links to everything I've talked about are in the show notes. And until the next episode, keep on collecting wrestling fans.